I'm Jaren. And I'm Chris. And this is The The Barker Barker Lounge. Hello, hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Barker Lounge, your one-stop destination for everything dedicated to the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Monday, dun-da-dum, Monday, dun-da-da. Well, are we a little spry for a Monday? At the Barker Lounge, yeah. I'm trying to keep it energetic here. True, true. We are cruising back from the weekend with yet another episode to talk about friends. How are you doing today, Chris? Pretty good, pretty good. And I'm more excited because this episode tonight is the one with Chandler's work laugh. And I know we all have one of those. <laughs> hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> so we'll start off at Monica and Rachel's apartment been used to this after these last couple episodes and as you guys remember from the last episode she now well rachel now (laughs) knows about joey well okay use my words chandler and monica (laughs) we're gonna roll this back she's talking she knows about joey knowing about chandler and monica (laughs) she's talking to joey in this moment and she's like come on give me all the details like i just want to know and joey's like i don't know well who need who initiated the kiss I don't know. I mean, now that we're not stuck in resolution land well, anymore. is he romantic? I don't know. <laughs> Are they in love? Joey's like, I don't know. Oh, but I do know that they did it on this couch. And Rachel's like, oh, okay. I mean, that probably would have been the first thing I started with in that scenario. Insert intro. I hope nobody heard the dog enter the room. Shake a shake a. They did. <laughs> and that sponsorship is brought to you by Charcoal, studio dog extraordinaire. So we are now at Central Perk. Ross comes in and everyone's like, hey, Ross. He's like, hi. He like speeds to the counter while the friends are on the couch. He's like, can I get a scone? Oh, aggressive ordering. My favorite. And they're like, Ross, everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. You know, oh, 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 good news. You know, Emily's getting married. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, yeah, when it rains, it pours in Rossland. Hi, guys. He's More like, bad yeah, news. Nothing, nothing, nothing's wrong at all. You know, just trying to be all sarcastic and all. And then he starts, like, banging his scone into the coffee table. Like, ah, I don't want it. And then Phoebe's like, look, Ross, you got to look at it like this. You and Emily, it's in the past. Just, you know, she's trying to make it make sense. And then, Trying to like kind of give uh, Ross a really zen approach to yeah. this. You gotta be relaxed. Step like, outside the situation. And then Phoebe's like, see, it's in the past. <laughs> <laughs> then Joey's like, um, does anyone want that scone? Like, you're focused on the scone. That right, we, we can always count on Joey to stay topical. Like, we gotta talk about what's really important here. I need the food. So we are now at a different change of pace here in the environment. We are at Chandler's work event. Ah, and he brings Monica, and they're just both excited because they're like, "Isn't this great? We can act like a real couple. we're also not together." 
<laughs> no, if anything, they actually wanted to act like a real couple. So they're like, because it's the no first time they here. don't have to worry about someone they know seeing. Yeah, them. no one's here, so they're all excited. And she's like, "Yeah, I, I could do this," and gives each other a kiss, and then kind of looks like at each other like with this like, "Ooh, I want, I want you now." But oh nope, not doing that in public. <clears throat> so then I the, want you now, but not right now. So then the boss approaches Chandler. He's like, "Bang!" <laughs> and might we say this boss is very hard to miss? Um, one of those very loud and abrasive personalities that you're usually not warned about ahead of time. Yeah, and he makes like one of those like old jokes, and Chandler's just like, Chandler just started laughing, but the way he's laughing, he's just kind of like, <laughs> like he's trying. It's like fake. It's like someone paid him to laugh before the joke was even finished. <laughs> I already got my check. Ha 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 ha. See, look, you guys can't see right now, but uh, the way she's staring at me will definitely convince you. Next level laughter. Work laughs are real. The boss boss walks away for a little bit, and Martha's like, what was that? And he's like, oh, you know, it's my work laugh. You know, to survive this, you're going to have to, like, come up with your own. So she tries to do her own. (laughs) Yeah, it's not that obvious. She just sounds like Fran Drescher. So now taking us to Central Perk. You know, and Chandler comes Let's in. Let's get it percolating with Chandler. And it looks like this is like after the party already, and he's just like, "Hey, guess what? Everybody loved you, but they also really like me because of you." To Monica. It's so nice being an accessory. And he's like, "Well, Doug, which is the boss's name, he invited us to go play tennis with them." And Monica's like, "Huh? Why?" So he's like in search for like a racket, and so he's like. Asking Rachel as he leaves the Central Park because he needs one. He's like, you wouldn't happen to have one, right? Because, jo- you know, because Joey had broke his, as what he mentioned to Monica. Yeah, you know, with uh, a little something that we'll find out about a little bit later in the episode. And then Rachel's like, coming in, right? And then Chad's like, do you happen to have a racket? He's like, oh no, Joey borrowed mine. <laughs> Chad is like, good luck getting that back. Ah, so Foreshadowing. <laughs> She comes in to take a really long lunch, you know. She's like, I kind of want to see what's new at Monica. Hey, I just feel like we haven't, you know, got to hang out lately. And And, just uh, wanted to see what you're up to. Rachel's version of a long lunch is more of an uh, inquisitive approach. She's trying to get her to open up about her secret love life, but... Without directly asking. Yeah, but Monica doesn't really get to that part. So then Rachel eventually just, like, gives up. She's like, well... Uh, okay then, I guess I'm gonna go back to work. <laughs> She's like, I'm over it, but... That was short-lived. <laughs> so we're at Joey and Chandler's apartment now, and Phoebe looks like she's talking to the duck and the chick who are hanging out on the counter. And Phoebe's just like, uh-huh. I love how this is normal now. Okay, really? As if, like, the duck is, like, gossiping to Phoebe? <laughs> Have we learned nothing about gossip? <laughs> So Ross comes out of the bathroom and he's like, oh no, like his letter. He's got like this letter on the counter and obviously the duck and the chick were there. And he has like, my letter. I wrote like this nasty letter to Emily. And he's like, it's covered in, oh, never mind. Thanks. Actually, this is a nice accent piece. Thanks, animals. Yeah. Good move, right? So Joey comes out of his room. He's like, all right, you guys, you ready to go to the movies? Ross, do you want to go with us? And Ross is like, no, nah. I'm just going to stay home and read my book. 
you can tell he's uh, still pretty down in the dumps. He's just really becoming complacent with his current position in life. Not exactly the best way to go about it, but uh, everyone works through things in their own way, as we'll soon find out. And Joey's like, are you sure? Because, you know, we're going to watch a movie that has, you know, where you get to check your mail and stuff. Yeah, we're talking about you've got mail, guys. <laughs> but they leave. Timestamp. Ross and Phoebe, I mean Ross, Phoebe and Joey leave, and Ross is about to lick the letter, like to close it, not realizing that it had uh, animal stuff on there. <laughs> I'll like, let you figure out what the stuff is. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go over to the tennis court now, where it seems like we obviously have a racquetball or a racket for Chandler. So, Monica, um, as you guys don't know, she's very competitive. Very. So she doesn't even care if it's the boss. Yeah, and this is probably the worst scenario to be competitive. Yeah, and then, you know, to take a little break, like a little water break, and Chandler's like trying to calm her down. He's like, okay, this next round, you gotta let him win. Or otherwise, we're not gonna be invited to dinner tomorrow. Or, you know, Chandler might not have a job. These are all possibilities. (laughs) So when the boss comes back from their water break, he's like, hey, this is gonna be the last round, and, uh,. It looks like Chandler, like, faked it to make sure that they didn't win the point. So, we'll A little bit of long-term security. We'll see what happens with that now that we are done with tennis. And we're back at Monica and Rachel. And Monica's pissed off. Here's why. I can't believe you let them win. Yeah. At least you hid your feelings well about it. I was frustrated. It was my racket. I was frustrated with you. Lost the game, they would never have invited us to dinner tomorrow night. You know what really bothers me? It's, it's how how different you act around them. I mean, you know, the throwing the tennis games, the fake laugh, the see you later, bing. Not if I see you first, Doug. I gotta tell you, I don't like work, Chandler, okay? The guy's a suck up. Okay, you know what? Because you said that, I'm not putting out tonight. <laughs> Yeah, because we all lose when that happens. So we're now at Joey and Chandler's apartment, and it looks like everybody's here except Ross. They're well and Chandler. Uh, kind of worried, you know. They're kind of worried because Ross, you know, obviously Joey and Phoebe had gone to the movies the night before. And if we remember, he told them he was uh, just staying, staying in. Home. So it's kind of weird that he's not here all of a sudden. Like, no, I know my, Monica's like, I know my brother. He normally doesn't stay out all late. Then all of a sudden Ross comes back and they're like, where did you go? And everybody's um, like We also out. promise he has his pants. <laughs> he went to, he's like, well, I went to a bar and then I walked around. And then Joey's like, he hooked up. And then Ross is Joey's like, Joey's like what? a bloodhound. He can smell sex on I someone. Know. He's like, look. I'm a big boy who doesn't need to explain. And he's like, Joey's like, he hooked up again. <laughs> Come on, man. Give us details. And then as soon as that happens, someone opens the door. Already knows that it's unlocked. Rush, you forgot your scar. Speaking of laughs. It was Janice. 
with his car for Ross. So that was kind of awkward because everybody was there to see that except, well, you know, Chandler. Revelations. Yeah. So moments later, we're still at Joey and Chandler's apartment. And they're like, look, before you guys say anything, before you guys start judging. Chandler's in Yemen. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and I have, and I'm a woman and I have needs and, you know, I can't wait forever. Like, don't be, don't, don't be judging all Janice now, right? Also, can we talk about how she is not ran into Chandler yet at this point? So as she's leaving, she tells New York's not that big. She tells Ross, "Call me." Oh my god! And then Ross is ashamed, embarrassed, and Phoebe's like, "Wow, two of you guys are gonna have very hairy children." Be like, so this is what it's come down to. Yeah. This is where you're at, huh, Ross? Okay, you went for Janice. It's like, as far as the friends are concerned, this is like uh, scraping the bottom of the barrel. Seriously. But mainly just for the laugh. <laughs> so now at Monica and Rachel's apartment, Rachel comes in and, you know, she's like, okay, Monica. All right, I've been dying to tell you this. The Inquisition okay. continues. So I made out with a guy from high school knowing that you liked him. Oh my god, that felt so good to come out. So it's like she's trying to like <laughs> pretend like she's giving these secrets. Trying to put out like some low stake feeder secrets. Make it seem like Monica will have something in return to tell her. Like, don't you got any uh, big, amazing uh, surprises, events, secrets, and/or relationships that you want to share with us, huh, buddy? Apparently not, because Monica was still denying it. I gotta give it to Monica on this one. Still, she's a cagey bird. She's like still playing it off. And then Rachel's like, oh, come on, Monica. I know about you and Chandler. Huh? What are you talking about? And she's like, playing it to come a on. T. You're not gonna do laundry. He has a nickname, Mr. Mr. Big. Big. And then Monica's like, well, you can tell you hear, she's right? like, <laughs> like, what did you hear? And Rachel's like, well, I hung up. I don't wanna hear the rest. So then Monica, like, Got an alibi right away, like... Had you listened to the rest of the call? I said, Mr. Bigot, because Chandler is a racist. He tells racist <laughs> jokes. Still denying this entire thing. But, man, what a slide. She, like, dripped right into that excuse so easily. Seriously. <laughs> the projection is amazing here. So, now we're at Joey and Chandler's apartment, and it looks like... Phoebe and Joey are really bored right now, so they're gonna have the duck and the chick have like a race competition. <laughs> I mean, it's better than the other option. I thought we were about to roll into a cockfight. Alright, right. First one to find the tasty treat wins. So they're over here like playing this little race thing, and then for some reason. Not to be confused with Chandler's bigotry. When Joey goes, ready, set, go, he holds back the chick, because in this moment it looks like Phoebe's team chick. Joey's teamed up. So Joey purposely like blocks the chick from moving. And Phoebe's like, that's cheating, Judge. Illegal block, illegal block. And Joey's like, Judge rules. <laughs> Overruled. Aww. Okay, Phoebe, you fell for that one. But then Ross comes in. One judge could not stop a human foot. <laughs> Ross comes in and he mentions that he pretty much has been. He had a really nice date with Janice. He's kind of liking her he's sliding into a comfort zone but will it last no one knows and the duck gets the nutter butter and then phoebe's like no that's a wonton joey's like judge rules 
Still yeah, good. Aw, <laughs> Phoebe's like, tough call. Dang it. Yeah, I don't think she was meant to win that game, especially against Joey's logic. So now we're at Chandler's boss's house, so looks like they did get invited to dinner after all. And yeah, I mean, he threw the game. You gotta give him a consolation prize. For some reason, they're talking about, you know, yeah, I think that's why we should, you know, support President Clinton and his wife. Timestamp. Right, I was gonna say. And then he starts making some weird, like, coffee joke. And Chandler does that whole laugh again, right? So they leave the room for a little bit, the boss and the wife. This coffee took any longer. I might have to leave my wife. Whoa! Right. And Monica's like, um, you know what? Okay, this is like the last work thing I'm going on with you on because I'm, I'm just not on board with this. Yeah, you can tell at this point Monica's had more than her share of the obnoxious work laugh and just the fact that she feels like her, you know, partner is yeah, kind of just like, like no. cringing up as soon as this guy talks. It's not a good look for Chandler. And it's this moment he realizes he might have to make an executive choice. So then the boss comes back out and he makes another joke about the coffee. Chandler didn't laugh this time. Nobody laughed. They don't like my joke, Bing. He's like, did you hear me about the coffee, Bing? Did and you hear me? Monica's like, <laughs> oh, I don't think you got the joke, sweetie, because, you know, coffee, weak tasting... But he was saying it as like, like you're no, dear, weak. I don't think this is funny. I'm trying to save you. Yeah, she's like, and so then they both start laughing. And she's like, I figured you could use the help while she's laughing. It's funny because, like, Monica got, like, a first-hand taste of, like, the kind of, like, pressure Chandler's under. It's like, oh, my God, this does suck. Oh Abort God. mission. Seriously. <laughs> snivel up. Snivel up. At least he helped. <laughs> she helped him out at the end, even though she was annoyed by it. Oh yeah, just uh, another one of those lessons that sometimes you gotta take the L to get the long-term goal. So now we're at Monica and, well, pretty much kind of a combination of uh, both places right now. Vanderbilt. <laughs> so Joey is first starting off at Monica and Rachel's apartment, and Joey comes in and he's like, to Rachel, like, hey, you mind if I read my comic book here? And then Rachel's like, yeah, why? Oh, you know, because Monica and Chandler are there. So nice that he can just casually say that out loud now. Rachel's like, what? She just lied to me again. She just told me that. Again, basically not going there. At this point, she's really not having it. So Rachel's like, you know what? That's it. I'm going to go confront them. Didn't. So, I love how Joey doesn't even bother trying to stop her. Yeah, no. So I Rachel, didn't see no effort on his part. <laughs> Rachel goes over to the apartment, to Joey and Chandler's, and right before she's about to confront it does them, like a scene fast cut to the bedroom? It, yeah, well, not really, but you hear like Monica and Chandler talking in the background like, well, you know, um, I just hate having to lie to Rachel. You know, I've, been, I've told her everything since like freshman year or since they were kids and... So, in the way, even though Rachel was eavesdropping on the outside, you could tell she was kind of like, okay, I can see yeah, why. If you're Monica... watching along with us, she's like currently right at the threshold yeah. of their door in the living room. But she's kind of They must be like talking a... really loud, though, because she's not that close to the door. Yeah, maybe. But I feel like, you know, that made Rachel realize, okay, maybe Monica's not ready to tell me yet. Let me. Let me just back up. <laughs> She's like slowly trying to abort, but unfortunately... She bumps the lamp, and they hear her. Good thing Chandler didn't walk out with Monica. It was just Monica. She's like, Joey? Uh, I mean, Rachel. 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 
what are you what are you doing here? And uh, Rachel's like, oh, um, I, I came to borrow this lamp. And Monica's like, well, you're probably wondering, you know, <laughs> that job I told you I was going to do is, um, yeah, Chandler hired me to uh, clean his room. So that's my job. Cause she's Late at night. <laughs> so Rachel's like, oh, well, congratulations on your new job. Hugs Monica like all weird. But you can tell there was a more emotional weight yeah. behind the hug than just a new job. So then she leaves and then Chandler comes in and he's like, man, she is gullible. And he and Monica are like, like swinging, swinging a miss like over her head. Yeesh. Well, let's get over to Central Park real quick because looks like the tables have turned between Ross and Janice. Instead of us being annoyed by Janice, listen to this. Man, this whole episode's full of reversals. Here you go. Oh, thanks. Actually, I should get going. Oh, you sure? Because I can stay out as late as you want. I told you how I'm on sabbatical from work. Right? Yes, yes, you did. <laughs> oh, man. What is wrong now? ordered man can't anything go right in my life first my marriage falls apart and then I... I know i know and then you lose your apartment and then you lose your job and then your ex-wife gets married so fast and now the coffee yeah <laughs> we need to talk okay sometimes i feel no 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 no, no. i'm going to talk I believe that the sun has set on our day in the sun. <laughs> what? You're a very sweet person, Ross. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, I just don't think I can take another second of you whining. Uh, uh, let me make sure I'm hearing this right. You- you're ending this with me because I'm too whining? <laughs> so you're saying I've become so whiny that I annoy you, <laughs> Janice. Well, yeah! Oh my God. Are you going to be okay? I am now. Okay. Uh, all right. Oh, hi. Wow. I guess that's two out of three. Joey. <laughs> wow. Jeez. Did I hear that correctly? Oh, she did not stutter. She's working her way down the friends list. So... And also, she's the one who's annoyed now. Usually, we're annoyed by Janice. What a reversal. (laughs) But I love how that's what it takes for Ross to To realize, I'm a freaking downer. I'm annoying? (laughs) Me. You're tired of me? (laughs) He's just like, You, of all people, think I'm boring. Yeah, there's a problem there, Ross. So, let's take it to the last scene of the episode, and we are now at Joey and Chandler's apartment. Chandler's. 
And Ross wants to talk to Chandler. He's like, hey, I gotta talk to you. And you might not like it. And he basically tells Chandler that, uh, I had a thing with Ross. I mean, with Chandler. <laughs> Chandler. With Janice. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I can't. You'll love to see it, folks. Or oh. in this case, hear it. But, uh, beautiful. It's, it's, it's Monday, you know. <laughs> my brain is still working. Don't worry. All of our brains are in the same place right now. Lack of caffeine hurts. <laughs> but basically, he tells Chandler that he had a thing with Janice. Or himself. And Chandler laughs. He's like, huh? Like, just like, I don't know. Or like, nah, you're joking. You're joking. He's like, oh, so you're not <laughs> mad? And Chandler's like, why would, why would I be, I be mad? mad? <laughs> then Ross goes, well, you know, there's rules to these things. There's a you code, know, man. Like, you know, you don't do it with your friend's ex-girlfriends or, you know, girls you're, you know, you don't hook up your friends with your people who you're related to. And that, that like sent a slight paranoia cringe in the back of Chandler's head. It was that moment that told Chandler to be like, Oh, yeah, I'm yeah, so yeah, yeah. mad. I'm yep. so upset. So upset, but you know what? I'm going to forgive you because that's what friends do. Just like you're going to forgive me in the future at some point. Yeah, foreshadowing. <laughs> and uh, he's like, you know what? And I want you to remember that I forgave you. I also want you to remember that I let you live here rent free. And <laughs> he's like really pouring it on strong. $27. Everything that I have in my wallet. Hope your day gets better right now. And that, guys, ends this uh, kind of short episode of the one with Chandler's work life. I think it still got straight to the point. But we're going to get straight to our point in these reviews. I'm going to take the reins on this one. I personally think this is the perfect way to end our magical quadrility of hilarious episodes. Mm-hmm. As usual. Yet a, another awe-inspiring situation where we get to follow the Ross Chronicles. As his depression leads him to a place we never oh, thought he'd go. Oh, Janice, why? Uh, definitely one of my favorite reoccurring characters. Anytime uh, Janice slides her way into a puzzle... You can always tell she's there with her trademark. Ah! It's like a dolphin and a, I'm trying to figure out the other exact animal, like a chimpanzee. Like you just combine them and you get like, ah! I don't know, but I try not to look at you when you do that. It's or maybe so like funny. an alpaca. It's you, like I slowly morph it, into her when I do it. You have it down to a T, except like a little more cringy. And I'm just like, oh, hey, Janice. Yeah, I think it's the smile that does it. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh. Outside of Janice territory, uh, the rest of the episode was also delightful because um, we're now finally diving into what it feels like to have two people involved in the secret. Mm. But uh, what's more imperative about uh, Rachel in this situation is that she is way more gung-ho about this than Joey. If anything, he's trying to avoid touching this even with a stick. Right. But Rachel wants it all out. She wants it all out in the open right now because there are no secrets between friends. At least in her eyes. But I appreciate towards the later half of the episode where she kind of gets that clarity unexpectedly by doing what she does best. He's dropping and gossiping. But it <laughs> let her know that there's a time and a place for everything. Seriously. And it's coming. Don't really have too much to say in regards to the other characters in this episode because they kind of took more of a backseat role, especially after all our lovely resolutions. 
So, uh, Chris, what did you think of this episode? I definitely agree. It's another funny episode. I mean, the whole work laughing, I get it. You try to play the role so you can impress your boss and not look bad. And Monica wasn't used to it. So I can kind of see her irritation in that because, you know, it's a new relationship. She sees, like, how Chandler is, you know, and it's like, she's not used to that. So she's like, okay... Uh, I don't know if I can get on board. He's like, you're not the same confident guy that I used to seeing. So I can see the, um, you know, the the weirdness on Monica's part there at first. But other than that, I definitely like the Janice part. That's always funny to see. And of course, shocked very much every single time I watch this episode that it's Janice and Ross that have a hook up or whatever it is apparently Janice has her own ulterior motive oh that's two out of three working her way down the list she working it she's working it wait a minute yeah she is so um, overall this episode was pretty funny I mean the whole Rachel thing like you said just being so invested in like because she just found out you know oh my god who, who started it who said I love you? Like, even love? though I know they like spent a lot of focus on like uh, Chandler and his whole laughing thing, I just really feel like uh, the chasing of the secret was the real meat and potatoes. Yeah. That's just me. But I feel like, you know, as we continue on with season five, we're going to start to, you know, develop and unravel some more things to happen. So. No, especially if uh, Bloodhound Rachel's on the case. Oh, yeah. But overall... I really like this episode, and again, season five is just coming out with all the bangers, so ready for more. All right, everyone. On that note, we, as always here at the Barker Lounge, love to entertain you with our insights and thoughts into the 90s sitcom known as Friends. Chris, tell them where they can find out more about us. You can find us on our Instagram page at the Barker Lounge, where we post our Episode release and all listening platforms are listed in our bio. Follow us. Whoop whoop. And on that lovely note, folks, stay safe, stay sane, and most importantly, do something you love because you're wonderful and you deserve it. But most importantly, remember that we here at the Barker Lounge will do what we do best and be there for you with an umbrella. (laughs) Toodles!
Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Um, hey. <laughs> um, he, he. Why are you making weird noises? Is this so you can impress that boss of yours again? You, you, did, did that sound like I was generally that responsive to the joke? That sounded really funny. Horrible. Right? horrible. I don't think horrible is the word I would use. You know what? Like, maybe uh, slightly Give aloof. Me Give me another one. Okay, okay. Try this one on for size. This is right after he tells me a joke about his wife. Come on! I need you here. I, I can't do this work laugh thing. But, but, but I, the, I, I gotta go. We, we just gotta convince him it's my no, my normal laugh. It's my natural Bye. laugh. I promise. <sighs> you know, one of these days I'll be able to maintain a date.